Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to Your Story is a Legacy show. My name is Rosanna Jackalone, and I'll be your host, your life story guide, your legacy coach, your spiritual healer, and friend. This show will help you get inspired and give you resources and practical tips so you can craft and tell your unique life story for yourself, your children, and generations to come. I bet you were asking, well, how will this show make my life better? It will do that by first, helping you to get to know yourself more deeply and in the process, learn your passions and the unique gifts you bring to the world. Second, it helps you get through transitions, things like job loss, marriage, childbirth, relocation, even things like divorce. It also helps you heal by turning traumas in your life into triumphs. And finally, it helps you create a legacy to leave for yourself, your family, and future generations. If that sounds good to you, let's begin our journey together. Good morning, beautiful soul. I am working with a talented, lovely woman whom I will give the pseudonym Stella. Stella was telling me how she had struggled with her romantic relationships most of her life. She is in an unhappy marriage with two school-aged children. Stella ended the discussion with me by saying, she was so ashamed of herself for not being able to get this right and how she did not want her children to believe her marriage is what a loving relationship should look like. I congratulated Stella for the courage to be vulnerable with me and for the courage to get back up and go in the arena to fight for what she was determined to get right in spite of feeling self-defeated. I also told her, Stella, you have absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. Shame is just a debilitating monster that's telling you you're not good enough or worthy enough when you are the exact opposite of that. My discussion with Stella made clear to me that this week I wanted to talk about the topic of shame. There are three things I want to cover with you today. Number one, what is shame? Number two, what does it do to us? And number three, how can we begin to get rid of it today? So let's start with question one. What is shame? The Merriam-Webster definition of shame is a painful emotion caused by consciousness of guilt, shortcoming, or impropriety. The part of that definition I want to focus on is the shortcoming piece of shame. 
it says you are not good enough or if you're brave enough to go back and try to learn or better the thing that is shaming you, it tells you, don't bother. It makes you believe that you are somehow bad, defective, or unlovable. You suffer in silence and hide because of this for fear that you will be found out and judged. Shame often results in driving us to perfectionism, addictions, eating disorders, dependent relationships, and a host of other things that can lead us to feel anxious or depressed. I ended up working with my therapist on my own self-destructive behavior, my destructive shame behavior, that is. It was masquerading as perfectionism. One of the places the behavior would emerge was in my work life. I was in a successful advertising career and found myself working twice as hard as some of my fellow managers because I thought I had to know everything for my team to respect me. I was unable to show vulnerability or say, I don't know without feeling an incredible sense of shame or feeling that I was somehow not good enough, smart enough, and certainly I couldn't be a great leader. It was preposterous, but I did not see it that way then. Instead, I strived for more perfectionism, <laughs> which was the opposite of what I should have been doing. I was working intense hours, I was serious more often than not. I would ride my team so that they could achieve perfect results, and the list went on. I ended up working with a wonderful cognitive behavioral therapist so I could understand what was driving this perfectionist behavior in me. My therapist and I went to the source, the root cause that drove this behavior. I'll share more on ultimately a wonderful takeaway I had from that session or one of the many sessions. Now let's talk about what shame does to us. First, it makes us harsh and self-critical of ourselves. Somehow we see ourselves as defective. Second, it strips us from being authentic by showing vulnerability, which is one of the most genuine human experiences. Third, we lock our shame inside and keep it cloaked in secrecy for fear of being judged, allowing it to grow unchecked. So what can we do to start to eliminate shame in our lives? build confidence, and then allow for more vulnerability. The first step is to begin to recognize shame in your life. What shaming statements do you make about yourself? Do you say things like, I'll never get this right, or I'm so stupid, or I'm so fat, 
or fill in the blank with whatever it is you are saying that is stunting your emotional development. The second step is to get to the root cause of your self-destructive and self-defeating behaviors. You must do the emotional digging in order to make lasting changes. Journal about the why behind your situation or talk to a trusted friend. If the situation is very complicated or requires additional help, seek out a qualified therapist who specializes in the area you are struggling with. As I mentioned in my own example, I did years of work with a cognitive behavioral therapist since those self-critical voices developed within me at a young age. The third step is to replace negative thoughts about the topic you struggle with with positive mantras that you can post as visual reminders anywhere you can see them and say them over and over until you believe them. Finally, reframe the problem as an opportunity to learn and grow. What you may have neglected in the past is something you can address starting today. Be patient with yourself as you go through this process. Be empathetic to yourself and praise yourself for what you will learn from this experience, not only when you get to the other side of it, but also along the journey. I'd like to end this show with a beautiful, inspiring speech which I have framed on my desk. It is Teddy Roosevelt's The Man in the Arena, which says, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat my valiant, beautiful soul. I want you to go back in the arena and I promise if you don't quit, you will eventually slay your shame gremlin. Until next week, I'm sending you so much light and love. If you feel inspired by this show, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes or 
Subscribe to the show since I update the topics weekly. And if you feel there are others who would like this show, please take a screenshot of the show, add it to your Instagram story, and tag me at MyMagnusOpus. Also, I'd like to get to know you, so please join our email list by signing up at www.mymagnusopus.com. You can also join our private Facebook group of like-minded legacy storytellers by going to My Magnus Opus Community. Thanks so much for tuning in. May your day be full of abundance in everything you do and keep your head up always. Until next time, I'm sending you love and light. Music